Welcome back to the podcast, The Good Fathers. Oh, I'm a little hot there. Hold on, let me adjust this here. Is that better or worse for you? Hello, 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 hello. Let's bring the volume down a little bit. Bring the gain up a little bit. I'm learning as I go, man. This is a one-man production here. Um, there's a famous story about one of the battles in the Civil War. And where the the Union troops are far outnumbered by the uh, the racists, and <clears throat> not that the Union troops weren't racist in and of themselves, but you know, for the sake of the story, uh, the the overt racists, and to kind of distract them or make them think that their presence was bigger. They set up these like fire bases all along the the cliffs. And they had like people spread out and they'd fire sporadically to make it seem like there were more people there than there are. Um, that's kind of what I'm doing. You know, uh, I'm a one man fucking jam band. Um, but it's fun. It's all experimental. You know, uh, my uh, measure of success is just in doing it and having a fucking blast doing it and feeling great doing it, not seeing much fruit doing it. But, you know, it's like watching grass grow it's, or it's like watching my hair grow. The ones on the sides, though, that like this little patch, if you're what wait. Oh, this is backwards. This little patch, if you're watching this, I'm pointing at the side of my head, but like above the ear, an inch, and then below the crown, that little patch of grass still grows like it's it's the real thing. It's weird how men go bald. I started going bald um, in my late 20s, early 30s. I didn't even know about it. Until I went to, I was in Mexico and I was taking a shower and the back of my head felt like, holy shit, man. Like somebody was just holding a lighter to it and I had sunburn. I had a little hole in the back of my hair that I, did, I had no, I mean, I never looked back there, you know, never. So shame on everybody that knew me that never pointed out like, hey man, you're starting to thin out back here. Like I can see. I can see the field back here, you know, I can see dirt back here. Um, so if you're going bald, there are worse things, man. I always say God made me bald because I was fucking too much. There are worse things is what I'm going to say. Not having a personality is probably the worst. Or not having the riz, as the kids call it. Um, so, sorry, I sidetracked. Uh, I wanted to talk about... I wanted to talk about a few things with you guys, but the first thing that I want to talk about is um, the Wednesday night Zoom thing, because I've I've been in contact with a lot of people, told them about it. Here's the thing. I'm only going to tell you guys one time that it exists. I'm not going to hound you. I'm not going to sell you. It's not a pitch. It's not a marketing thing. All it is is space without all the bullshit where you guys can, you know, process, 
You can phone a friend, essentially. Like these are these are all good dudes that are dads that only want you to succeed because the community succeeds when you succeed. When you're a good dad, you grow good kids, and my hopefully good kids are gonna go into the world with your good kids. And your kids are my kids, my kids are your kids. We're a village, we're a community, we're team everybody. Um, we're for everybody, but not everybody's gonna get it, and that's okay. I'm okay with that. Um, so all of this is experimental. Um, I mean, there are people I've, I've had people kind of hint at, you know, maybe he's not in his right mind. Maybe, maybe he's just not in touch with this reality and they're right. I'm not in touch with this reality. I fucking reject this reality at every stop. This reality is dog shit. This reality is propaganda to, in my opinion, completely side pass or, or bypass the adult male experience in this, in this world where we are only valued by how much we make, what we do, what work we do. Um, and it's a thankless endeavor and it's insane now being a full-time caretaker for my four-year-old son. Um, it's, it's caused me, it's given me time to reflect and see that like, that's the con. The con is that we don't need dads. That dads are only workhorses. That dads are only there to provide and earn money and a paycheck. And, and I'm not saying that's not the case. That is the case. Like dads need to feed the mouths that they brought here by, you know, not wanting to pull out or wear a condom. That's okay. Yep, yeah, that's true. But also, you're not just that. You're not just that. Your personhood didn't die when you became a dad. And there is a way for all of it to live in harmony. And I would say there's a, uh, a need for all of it to live in harmony. Because if you have these dads that are just, you know, basically modern day labor, a labor force for other people to get really, really extremely wealthy off of and try to fuck them over any chance you get to pay them the least amount that you can pay them. Well, then you get what we have. This is what we do. This is what we have. And people think back on other times is when America was quote unquote great. And I'm only talking economically right now. I'm not talking um, diversely because America is not great at diversity. Um, we got to stop pretending that we are. But what is diversity? Really? What is diversity? Because I think diversity is a snare. Sometimes it can be. It can be. Um, I think, you know, any any group that's that benefits from us being divided as one family under the sky uh, should be on question, should be should be up for question and real examination. Uh and that's all I'll say about that right now. But I say all that to say, you know, united we stand, divided we fall. And we're falling and we're divided as fuck. 
We're divided in so many. I mean, they've chopped and sliced and diced and we don't know what's north, south, east, west. We don't know what the fuck we are, man. Up until a month ago, I was like, my people came here from Ireland after the famine, both sides. I don't know anything about this fucking, you know, civil war bullshit. I don't know anything about this, like, uh, uh, enslavement of human beings. That's not my, my sin. I got to be the good guys. You know, the poor people of Ireland, not the poor people of the United States. But guess what? Great grandma wasn't completely honest about her background. She wasn't born Shannon. Uh, she was born a Dean. And the Deans go back to the boat rights. And if you've done any Ancestry.com, the boat rights came over on the fucking, you know, Mayflower. So I'm not exempt from America's gross, disgusting history, but I get the benefit of viewing it through the lens of all of the information that we have accessible to us now. And that's the advantage of being the later generations with technology is we have access to all of the information, any information that we want, really, we have access to, at least on a macro level. But what are we doing with that information? And why do we want that information? Because if we're trying to, you know, quantum leap, go backwards and correct history, I mean, that that's going to take us a long time. That's going to take us a long time. What we can do, and rather easily, if we want to, is abolish the system as it has historically been and form a more perfect union. One that in its inception doesn't have the Achilles heel of lacking the scope of appointment of non-European persons who are just as entitled to this place as Anybody who arrived here by boat or bus or plane. I mean, we can talk about property. We can talk about law. We can talk about all of that stuff. But the reality is that we get to make this whatever we want to if we're powerful enough. And what is more powerful than a large group of organized and determined dads who just want to make the world better for everyone's children moving forward. The generation that absorbs the many, 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 many sins and punts and entanglements of our fathers and fathers before them who mined this spinning ball of dirt and water for all of its precious resources, the manna, they sold manna. How disgusting is that? God provided manna for everyone to eat, and they went early in the morning, and they gathered it all up, and they created a stand, and they said, manna, five bucks. And they won't stop until they get all the manna. And we can't even stand on God's garden 
without paying somebody a fee. So the Good Fathers is an attempt at providing in a community that insulates and absorbs that, this fallen, broken, horrible, cold, greedy system, and just tries to preserve the garden and each other and the village and the community for everybody, everybody. God is in everyone and everything. Whatever you abuse and whatever you misuse and whatever you exploit, you're abusing and exploiting and misusing God. That's what Jesus was trying to tell people 2,000 years ago before they had smartphones in their pockets. He's trying to say, if you look lustfully at your sister, You've already raped her in your heart because she's not your sister. And you can't conceive of a woman not born from your mother as being your sister. But I assure you, they all are. And the men are all your brothers. This is kindergarten for eternity, and we're failing miserably. Um, but the good news is, it's never too late to... Put shoulder to the plow and see what we can do, man. Let's do good. Let's do beautiful things. Let's encourage. One thing I did last year, two years ago I started, and it's stupid. It's so stupid. You're going to laugh, but it's so stupid. But I was like, anybody that I'm friends with on social media, because it tells you like, hey, today's so-and-so's -so birthday. I'm like anybody that I'm friends with on social media, this will be the tell. Like. Would you say happy birthday to that person if you saw them in person? So every day I would go and open it up and it would be like so-and-so's birthday. And I'd just say happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. And if it was a person that I wouldn't for whatever reason, I was just like, okay, go unfriend them. You know, no, nothing flagrant. Just like if I wouldn't wish you a happy birthday if I saw you, why the fuck are we friends on any social media? And... What happened was I didn't unfriend anybody. All I did was tell people happy birthday. And for some people, I was one of thousands of people that said happy birthday to them. For some people, I was one of three people that said happy birthday to them. I don't know if I was one of one person that said happy birthday to someone. I think three was the lowest that I saw. Um, and not that these are people that, you know, sit around and look at Facebook to see how many people said happy birthday to them. But my point is it was free. It didn't cost me anything. It cost me literally nothing to say happy birthday to people that I called my friends on social media. And I wasn't expecting, it's not like I was waiting, you know, standing by the phone, waiting for them to say, thank you, Jeff, for saying happy birthday to me. You know, I was looking over all the other names and, and I was looking for yours and you did it. And now I can go on with my day and I feel great about myself. No, everybody says the same thing. Hey, thanks for all the birthday wishes. Really made me feel good. And it does make you feel good. Collectively, not necessarily individually, but collectively it does make you feel good that somebody stopped and said, hey, happy birthday. Another year. Happy birthday. And so then the next year, last year, <clears throat> 
I was like, well, how do we, how can we up the ante on this? Like if telling people happy birthday was powerful, um, you know, to me, not to anybody, again, no, you know, who knows? I put it out into the universe, but it felt good to even like push it out into the universe for me. Cause I'm just not a person that says happy birthday. Like when we grew up, if it was your birthday, you got your ass kicked at school. I was a little skinny white kid uh, at my school and I fucking hated March 18th because for some reason it became, you know, the thing that if you saw somebody on their birthday, you just hit them. Not one like, oh, I already got you. No, whenever you saw them, you fucking hit them. Um, so I, yeah, when, when Notorious B.I.G. says birthdays was the worst days, you know, it, they were not for the disappointment of what we didn't have. No, fuck at that point. I mean, at 13, 14, 15, happy birthday is a fucking firm handshake, you know, um, or getting your ass beat at school. So, yeah, it didn't come from any like profound place, but I was like, well, what, what can I do to kind of like, this has become, you know, now I'm just telling people happy birthday and it's, it's easy. What if you told people I'm proud of you whenever you feel proud of somebody, like whenever somebody does something you're like, Hey man, good for you. Fucking proud of you. Why don't you say that? <clears throat> because part of being a dude is just people not having a ton of people say they're proud of you because you're supposed to do this shit. And I get that, but it's, you know, just because you're just because you embody what a society imagines that position embodies doesn't mean that that aligns with you being a human fucking being. Um, and so I kind of did it within the confines of the good fathers because a it's dudes. You can say whatever you want to dudes. If I'm on girls, Facebook saying proud of you, my wife's going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? Rightly so. I would be pissed if she was like, proud of you, boo, you know, to some rando dude online. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Um, so I was like, you know what? I didn't have a dad, like a biological father growing up, uh, a relationship with rather. And my stepdad, yeah, he's a Vietnam vet. He did the, the best job that he could. He was, you know, he brought the war home with him. He, he eventually has kind of leveled out the plane with the VA and some medications and things like that. But it was, he was gutting it out for a long time. And I commend him. That was fucking difficult, beyond difficult. I can't imagine that. Um, so I don't fault him at all, but it just, I just never heard it a ton and, and still don't hear it a ton. Uh, so I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to start saying it to people when I feel proud of them. And at first, you know, you're if you're me and you overthink shit, it's like, well, what if people think I'm being condescending? Yeah, maybe. I can't control what people think. I can't control how people receive what I say. People can get pissed off if I tell them Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, Ahayim, Mazel Tov, congratulations. People are going to get pissed off at whatever they get pissed off at. Fuck them. I don't care. Deal with your own shit. Project your shit somewhere else. I got my own projector. Um, all I can control is my intent. And all I can control is what I emit into the world. 
And it's frustrating. It's very frustrating, especially when you're starting to do this shit and somebody looks at you sideways. It's very easy to be like, well, fuck it, man. I'm not going to do this shit at all. I challenge you. Flex the muscle. Keep going. Build it up. You know. And then you can control it. And then you can, when you feel anything, you can respond to it if you want to. And you don't have to respond to it if you don't want to. I can be pissed off and no one knows it. I can be elated and no one knows it. Normal face. That's a dad thing. Jocko talks about it on his on his podcast. You know, normal face. That's, you know, if life's kicked you in the dick enough, you know not to let anybody see you sweat. And that's not a tough guy thing. That's just, a you know, having two older brothers that are six and ten years older than me pounded on my chest and beating in my head. Crying doesn't make it feel any better. Crying doesn't make anything better. So why the fuck are you crying? What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? And that's the mantra that we got. I'm not saying it's a healthy mantra, but I'm saying when you can control that. When you can control your emotions and how you respond to things, that's power. That's power. And you can't get there until you work those muscles and step out of your comfort zone. What if people don't think, what if people think it's not cool to to tell people I'm proud of you? (laughs) Listen to yourself. Come on. You know better. So level up. Let's go. It's Friday. I love you crazy fuckers. and that's coming from me, a crazy fucker myself. So let's do it. Let's 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 just jump in. Let's just fucking jump in.